Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, it's Mark Striegel. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. I'm so glad you can join me. I'm sitting here in my car on lunch break from work recording a podcast. Uh, hopefully it, it will be quiet enough. Uh, not working in New York City currently. I finished up a, a gig there oh, about a week, a week and a half ago. And now I am back working for sci-fi where i worked as a staff employee for like eight years and i quit there in 2011 and i'm back working with my old boss on a project for the next month or two it's actually a bunch of different little projects um and psyched to be back i'm working out of the new jersey offices over in englewood cliffs Across the river from upper Manhattan and I drive to work every day which is why I am now sitting in my car and we are awaiting a big snowstorm it's Monday uh, we're supposed to get hit hard starting around midnight tonight um, anywhere from a foot to two feet of snow in the middle of March is kind of uh, you know I f- fucking it was a mild winter all right and I don't really like mild winters but I, I like this strong winter, you know, I do like snow, I like the cold air, but I only like it for, you know, up until the first week of March. So anything past that, uh, I'm, I'm over it. And I'm actually ready for the warmer weather, uh, even though it's been a mild winter. So, yeah, I'm sitting in my car, actually. I, I don't, I'm all over the place here. But there are plows. It looks like they are just testing the plows out. 
um, right near my car. So I'm hoping that you're not hearing that, but you might. So, um, yeah, we await the snowstorm that is going to hit. I'm assuming I won't be able to drive to work tomorrow. I'm assuming the kids will not have school tomorrow. So I'll probably be home editing this podcast and putting it together. Um, We'll see. Anyways, on to the metal, right? You guys know I like the traditional stuff. And as always, we will, not as always, but as usual, we will be focusing on that today. What I'm going to do, follow this crazy concept, guys. I am going to play title tracks that I love. Title tracks are songs that are uh, have the same name as the album that they're on. So, you know, I guess what would be a, a real obvious example of a title track. Hotel California by the Eagles is a song, and it's the title track off the Hotel California record, right? We are doing title tracks off of specific albums right now. This first one is Ride the Lightning by Metallica. It is off the Ride the Lightning album from 1984. Written by James Hetfield, Lars Ulrich, Cliff Burton, and Dave Mustaine. One of two songs Dave had a writing credit on on Ride the Lightning, even though he was, eh, at that point, long out of the band, at least a, a year or two. Well, no, more than a year probably more like two years um yeah and so anyways i'm playing all these title tracks and these are all by bands that i'm going to see soon so again ride the lightning by metallica will be seeing soon in new jersey Someone else. 
Ride the Lightning, the title track off of the Ride the Lightning record. Definitive Metallica. I love that. I miss James, the way James used to sing or scream or whatever you want to call it. I miss that rawness to his voice, the the slightly higher register or quite a bit higher register than he he did later in his career. Uh, He sounds fierce and the guitar tone, everything about that. Just absolutely insane. The title track off of Ride the Lightning from 1984. By a band I'm going to see soon, May 14th. They are playing the big stadium that Guns N' Roses did. Not a lot of bands play in the stadium. Uh, It's called MetLife Stadium. It used to be known as uh, Giant... Well, I guess it still kind of is known as Giant Stadium. It's part of the Meadowland Complex, which is a stadium, a arena where a lot of bands also play, and a bunch of other junk that sits on the the complex out there, like this unfinished thing they started building like 15 years ago. It was supposed to be an indoor ski slope, and it just sits there, like, empty. It was It's this dumb indoor ski slope, like, based on something in Saudi Arabia or something, and they never fucking finished it. It just sits there. It's the ugliest fucking thing. It's enormous. Uh, but, yeah, so so there you go. Jersey strong, right? All right. So, Metallica, can't wait. MetLife Stadium. Going to see you two there, too, also this summer. All right, on to the next title track. This is No Prayer for the Dying by Iron Maiden. Goodbye. 
No Prayer for the Dying by Iron Maiden, 1990, Yannick's first record, Yannick Gers' first record with the band, and he's still there. I, I, I think Maiden sound better with two guitar players, and it's no disrespect towards Yannick, because I do like his contributions to the band, like on that song, or, or you know, the, the album after that, uh, Fear of the Dark, a lot of great stuff on that. Um, but they only really play possibly one song. Like, there's no fucking way in hell they're going to play No Prayer for the Dying when I see them on June 7th at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. There's no way. I mean, I think they played that song live on that tour, but it's not one that I think has popped up in the set list much, if at all, since then. It's a great song. But, you know, Yannick is still in the band, and... I think the three guitars are a little muddy for for Maiden. I think they would be better off with just the two guitars. Um, you know, it's interesting. I remember back when I saw him for the first time on the Power Slave tour, Bruce at one point was playing guitar. I think it was on Revelations. Uh, he played guitar on that. So they actually did have three guitars on that one song on that tour, the Power Slave tour. But there's no reason for three guitars on every song and I do think it just muddies stuff up um, in the live setting. And uh, why not just have the classic lineup, you know? And again, no disrespect. I'm sorry, Yannick, uh, but, you know, because I do think you've been an important part of Iron Maiden history. I just find it unnecessary for you to still be there. And I know a lot of people don't like your dance moves and stuff that you do on stage. Uh, I used to dislike them myself although over the years i've kind of uh come to accept them and i'm all right with them now your your little uh whatever you want to uh twinkle toes uh dance moves that you do on stage there anyways no prayer for the dying an underrated iron maiden album for sure from 1990 june 7th at the prudential center in newark new jersey i will be there got great seats i'm totally psyched Again, we are playing title tracks by bands that I'm about to go see live. For All Kings by Anthrax, the title track off the For All Kings album from 2016, here on Talking Metal.
Cool. I'll be checking Anthrax out March 29th in Montclair, New Jersey, a simple 20 minutes from my house. We'll definitely uh, lift it or Uber it over there so we can do some drinking. Not worry about driving. Love uh, concerts best when I can enjoy some alcoholic beverages and not have to worry about driving home afterwards. Oh, boy. So, a lot of stuff going on. I wanted to uh, mention a few things here. We're keeping this music-based. But, you know, I, d- I do a version of the show where we edit out all the music of of uh, Talking Metal. It's called Talking Metal, the no-music version. It's a separate feed on iTunes. I pay for that feed through um, Spreaker, which is a podcasting kind of platform and I'm going to get rid of that because I pay 50 bucks a, a month for this Spreaker platform which is originally something I got because Mitch LaFon was really uh, hyping it to me and it was a I knew Blabbermouth liked to embed the players and it was just an easy way it is kind of cool like they'll upload your, your track if it has no music in it directly to YouTube where it can live forever for free um, so Spreaker does have some good functions about it. However, I just find it not worth the um, the 50 bucks a month I pay for it. So I will at some point be letting the Spreaker feed go, which means that the no music version of Talking Metal will disappear. So if you're listening to this, I, I, I beats the hell out of me why anyone would want to listen to this show and not hear the music because I think I play some pretty fucking good music. But... If you just like to hear me freaking ramble on about a snowstorm approaching New Jersey or something, uh, here's the deal. It's it's going away. The no music version of the show is going away, at least on iTunes. I may, depending on how much time I have in my schedule, start doing a no music version that I just upload directly to YouTube, although that, of course, means I have to get it in a video format and do a little more work on my my end but I do like the idea of the interviews living infinitely forever on YouTube um, for free which they won't on Spreaker as soon as I discontinue that account all that stuff is going to be gone Um, again and I have my own RSS feed that is what all you people who listen to the show with music are most likely getting the show through so that won't disappear anywhere that'll still be uh, alive and up there So, but yeah, so if you do subscribe to this, if you're one of about 250 people who subscribe to the no music version of Talking Metal, you're going to be out of luck, folks. Again, you may be able to get a no music version on YouTube. I'd like to think I'll have time to do that. If not, you need to go subscribe to the other music version of Talking Metal that is available through iTunes and has been available since 2005. The same feed we've been using since 2005. That'll continue to live on. Um, yeah, and I mentioned Mitch LaFon. He is, you know, sadly, I, I, I'm a little bummed about it. He's going to be leaving the Talking Metal digital platform to go to Podcast One and get paid to do a podcast. One of the few people out there who will be getting paid to do a podcast who's not like a, a celebrity in my opinion and Mitch I've he, he's inspired me greatly in the whatever it's been three years or so since I've been working with him he is one of the hardest working guys I know 
always after a scoop, always tweet on the tw- Twitter, putting out news and fun rock and metal facts. Um, he he lives and breathes this stuff day and night, literally. If you watch his Twitter feed, it goes until you know one in the morning some nights, and then it's at seven a.m. It's back up and 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 kicking again. You know, so this guy deserves the podcast uh, a, a podcast that that generates income. I have no idea what podcast one is going to pay him. It's obviously more than I'm going to pay him, which is zero, um, or what I have been paying him, which is zero. So I totally get it. I can't help but say I'm a little bummed because you know I did have dreams of bringing in you know advertisers and and getting ads placed on his show and my show and you know but when you do this as a hobby uh, a lot of those things take time and hey he's been with me for three three over three years and uh, you know I haven't really paid the guy a dime so um and that is absolutely not why he's leaving he and I have never ever discussed money he has mentioned to me maybe joining him on the the podcast one Mitch LaFon podcast that's going to be starting. I don't know if that'll end up happening. Uh, we'll see. Definitely interested in hearing more about that opportunity, if that opportunity does does uh, happen. I guess I would be kind of like a sidekick co-host. Although, again, I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll, we'll see. Um, he's under the Chris Jericho network, which, again, is on Podcast One. And uh, he may still be contributing to TalkingMetal.com, the website, in some form. Again, we don't know what's going to happen. His show starts on March 29th, two days after I see Anthrax, or before I see Anthrax at the Wellmont in Montclair, New Jersey. So, yeah, good luck to Mitch LaFon and... The details will still be revealed um, as to what his participation will be with uh, Talking Metal. So, on that note, I got Victor Ruiz, who has been a long-time part of the Talking Metal family. He is helping me with news updates on Talking Metal, as well as uh, Joey from the Rock Strikes 10 podcast, maybe helping out, too, a little bit with news updates. We have On This Day, where you can see rock and metal things that went down, like if today is March 13th or whatever, you can go to TalkingMetal.com and see a bunch of stuff that happened on March 13th on our On This Day section. Leave comments. That's a great way to support the show. Go to the site. Leave comments. Visit the site frequently. Thanks. All right, so... On that note, I wanted to read a little message I got on our Facebook page. This comes from Mike Lucen on the Talking Metal Facebook page. If you don't know the Talking Metal Facebook page, please go like it. It says, Great show, Mark. Late comer to your podcast. But But I very much enjoy. Keep up the good work. Also... Thanks to your bride for all the and all the other also thanks to your bride and all the other metal brothers that make that make the show metalrific. 
Yep, it's a word. Cool, dude. Mike, I appreciate your comment. Thanks for reaching out. And I love it. I'm getting so many people that are like calling themselves latecomers to this show that's been around almost 12 years, right? And I, I fucking love that. I think it's so fucking great because I've struggled, you know, and, and now with Mitch kind of leaving, potentially leaving, talking metal, you know, I always I always worry and maybe it's a lack of confidence with myself. But, you know, John is obviously not, you might not even know John, Mike, but he, he's the guy I started the podcast with and he was on last episode great guy one of my best friends still even though we don't talk or hang as much as we used to uh you know i i always worry that people are are not going to like the show if there's no john or if if mitch is not going to be involved with the website as much or you know so and so it just i've had so many within the last year so many people contact me saying hey just discovered the show and there's been this kind of awakening of of new listeners uh talking metal awakening you know and and uh, I, i'm loving that because i know the show isn't what it used to be and a lot of times it's just me rambling with a microphone but yeah emily my wife uh, i love the interviews she does she did a great interview with bobby blitz and, and dave wendorf and the bullet boys and uh dead daisies she's done a lot of great stuff jeff tate for us so i'm digging her involvement She's a beautiful woman, by the way, if you want to follow her. She's on Instagram as Space Pony. Uh, she's running the Talking Metal Snapchat, which is Talking Metal for You. Uh, that's the number four and the letter U. We have all this listed in the show notes on each and every episode on TalkingMetal.com, as well as our 800 number, or not, it's not a fucking 800 number, our phone number. Uh, it's a New Jersey number that you can call and leave a message, and if you do call and you leave a message. I will play that on the podcast. Um, I don't have the number in front of me right now, but again, it's on talkingmetal.com, <clears throat> which we've put a lot of work into. And some of that work, quite frankly, was was for stuff that Mitch and I were kind of had up our sleeve. Uh, so it kind of bumps me out that I spent a bunch of money on that. And now Mitch is taking off, but no worries. We're going to step things up. We got Victor helping out. We got Joey. We got my wife. Um, if you're a writer and you're interested in being a contributor, possibly a paid contributor to Talking Metal, send me some of your work. My email is mark at talkingmetal.com. Uh, four paragraphs or less about a timely metal or rock subject. I will read it. And I'm considering a lot of people, so please don't be offended if I don't end up using your work. You know, that's the nature of the business. I like opinions, too. Uh, I like what Metal Sucks does. I'm jealous of Metal Sucks. Those guys make money doing what they do, but they work their freaking tail off on it. And they have attitude and they have opinions and they're not afraid to spout and say those opinions. Um, so, yeah. Send me your stuff if you're interested. And when I say it's a paid thing, uh, you're not. It's nothing you're gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna pay enough to like buy you a cup of coffee every day. Uh, not much more than that, unless I start getting advertisers and things start really pumping up, which is the ultimate plan. But again, this is just a hobby, and I got a real job, which I have to get back into because I'm still sitting here in my fucking car. All right, guys, uh, that's it. Be safe. 
Love the listeners. Love the new listeners, man. Special shout-out to anybody who discovered this show within the last four years and you're still with me. Special shout-out to you guys specifically because you guys are awesome and I consider you newcomers to the family. And there's a long Talking Metal history and I'm glad that the history is still being written thanks to newcomers to the show and also thanks to the old-timers who are still with us. A lot of them aren't. A lot of them have dropped off, you know, through the years. What happened to Exciter? John Casamano. Miss that guy. John, if you hear this, send me an email. All right. This is sort of a band that I'm going to see. It's Dio, all right? So I'm going to see Last in Line, which Last in Line um, was essentially started off as the original Dio band, you know, minus Ronnie, obviously. It was Vivian Campbell... Jimmy Bain, Vinnie Apice, and Claude Schnell. Claude Schnell was out of the mix fairly early on. Now, that lineup I just mentioned was the classic lineup that played on those first three Dio albums. Uh, Claude Schnell was out of the the uh, the lineup pretty early on. Uh, then, sadly, as, as we all know, Jimmy Bain, the great Jimmy Bain, we lost him on a Def Leppard cruise. He died out at sea. How fucking terrible. But remaining in the band is Vinnie Apice and Vivian Campbell. They've brought in Phil Susan, who played briefly with Ozzy in the Ultimate Sin era, Sin era back in the, the 80s. Uh, I like Phil. I've met Phil. I've never had him on the show. I've asked him to come on, and he's, seen, he's like, yeah, I'll come on, and then radio silence. Um, what I don't like is, is Phil's politics, which you rock stars out there, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. The country's obviously divided in their politics. You're going to piss about 50% of the country off or more with your politics. And you're not going to... Phil Susan, Susan is not going to convince me that his conservative ways are, are uh, you know, are, are the right way and my way is the wrong way. Um, which is, is one of the... Which is one of the reasons I don't talk about politics much here on, on this podcast. Because I'm very passionate about it. But listen, I have friends and family who disagree with me, and I love them. But I don't need to hear some fucking guy like Phil Susan going on and on with like ridiculous conspiracy theories and, and nonsense. I have unfriended numerous guys. I'm still with you, Phil, on Twitter, but I'm close to unfollowing you. Because I just want to hear about your rock. Because I love your rock. I love your rock music. I, I don't want to hear about your opinions on politics which i seem to strongly disagree with so uh yeah phil suzanne is now in last in line which seems like a good choice you know i mean he he was with ozzy back in the day he's kind of got that history played with billy idol um the last in line record phil uh, jimmy bain played on the 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 album that they put out they're doing another record and i guess phil will be on this this new record Anyways, I can't wait to see Last in Line, the band, on March 24th. We're now going to play The Last in Line, the title track off the Dio album, The Last in Line. Again, not to be confused with the band, which I'm going to see, which has no the. They're just last in line. Okay? And I think it kind of all works uh, works out here. So it's actually the next concert I go to, I think, March 24th. 
I will be going to see Last in Line in Teaneck, New Jersey, right near where I am right now in Englewood, New Jersey, at a dumpy little place called Mexicali, which I've been to twice. I need to, I, I saw Gypsy Hawk, Eric Kluber's band there, and I'm trying to think, was, was there once before too? Maybe for a nutty trunk thing or something? I'm not sure. Anyways, this is The Last in Line by Dio. If you're going to see Last in Line, the band, on March 24th at Mexicali in New Jersey, Teaneck, New Jersey, come find me. I'll be hanging for sure and rocking out. And maybe we can uh, get a picture with Phil Susan. All right, later. <laughs>